Hello, and welcome back to A Pinch of Honesty on this super fine Monday morning. Um, The sun this morning, there's some kind of haze where we are. I don't know if it's from a fire. I don't know exactly what it's from. Um, But it meant that after I came back from my run, the sky looked like it was on fire with just a bright red ball. Um, And it kind of reminded me of like the the pictures and things you see of like in Florida, like swampland, you know, where it's like just that hazy burn off, um, with a crazy bright orange sun. So happy, happy Monday morning with a crazy bright orange sun coming to you from here. Um, part of me feels like this podcast should be called something more along the lines of stolen moments again. Uh, you know, life, right? just takes over. So a few weeks ago, I got a note from my boss that basically said, starting tomorrow, everybody's back at work full time. And that has been, you know, just a scramble, right? And it's funny to see how routine driven we are. You know, the, when I get things done, how I get things done, all of that has had to shift. Uh, And because that shift, right, it meant that podcasting has kind of fallen off, right? It's one of those things. It's an easy thing to not do. So this morning as I was bustling and rushing around, getting everything ready for the morning in my sweaty run clothes, (laughs) I was like, you know, I have probably a good solid 20 minutes. Why not sit down and record what's been on my mind lately? And so here I am. I'm cheersing you. You can't see it. I have a delicious cup of coffee and um, I'm saying good morning. Happy, happy Monday morning. So, hmm. It's quite tasty. I don't know how you take your coffee. I take my coffee black. Uh, I've never been a cream and sugar type person. I don't know why. I kind of like just a solid, solid taste of coffee. Uh, work has, you know, been crazy. It's, it's always crazy. And that's one of those things I think that we as humans need to just address, right? Um, I think we're always waiting. We're always waiting for that time when, life doesn't seem hectic, right? Like I remember when we were thinking about having Zoe and there never seemed to be quite that right time. And so you finally just take, you you just bite the bullet and you're like, no, like I want a kid now. Um, no, it's not the right time. It's never the right time. And I feel that way about work, right? Like work is never calm. Work is never smooth. There's always hiccups. And I think the most important thing for me these days is recognizing that those hiccups are sometimes like the small joys that I wasn't expecting, um, or they're lessons, right? Like they're just full on, like learn from this crap, Christina. And, um, you don't often want to see things that way, right? (laughs) I want things to be smooth, right? Like deep down, I think we all want them to be like just mellow and calm, you know? And it's like, as soon as I turn my head, there's more drama, there's more conflict, there's more of, you know, life, just life. And, uh, and I think now I'm embracing that that's actually, those are, those are good things. Those are truly good things. So the garden is in full swing, right? So everything is coming ripe which means it's also a quite busy time for me because we have a, a what is it called? You know, it's the, the sweet green apples, the delicious 
green apples, which you always think to yourself, apples come due in fall. At least that's what I always thought, right? Like you think of um, the Eastern US where apples come in, right? And it's always fall time. Well, Golden Delicious in my state, because it's, you know, hot during summertime, they come due like now. And so I feel horrible when they start hitting the ground, right? Because it feels like such a waste. It's a waste for the tree. It just feels like a waste, even though, you know, we can compost them and, and it's not like they're truly wasted. Um, plus there's lots of squirrels and things all over that are constantly eating them, but regardless. So, you know, I, I pull out my favorite uh, recipe, which again is from, um, Beverly, um, Pomoga lightly. And, um, it's a crock pot apple butter where basically you just kind of pure everything down. It just sits and it just cooks. It just cooks. And this year, you know, normally I can it. It takes like 12 to 11 hours of cooking. This year, I just decided, you know what? I'm going to stick it in containers and just freeze it this year. Just going to freeze it, right? Like I'm taking that like, <laughs> I don't want to be up until midnight. Easier approach. And I'm cool with that, right? Like I'm not going to give anyways gifts, which I think is normally for me anyways while I can. It also, you know, when I can, it saves space in the freezer. Um, our freezer is doing okay. So you know what? Stick it in some containers, freeze it. I'm cool with that. Super cool. We had uh, the 4th of July here in the U.S. for any of my non-U.S. listeners. And that raised a lot of questions uh, with my daughter. So I am the 12th generation in my family on my father's side to be born in the U.S., which means that my family came over very, very early on to the U.S., which means that my family is one of the families that displaced indigenous people who were here in America before us. And we think about it a lot. We talk about it a lot. And so my daughter brought up, she asked the question, you know, we're celebrating um, our independence. And of course with her, it's like independence from what? You know, and so this isn't about coming over on the Mayflower, right? Like this is about our independence from, from the British. So we talk about our independence from the British and we talk about, you know, what it means for us to have independence. And it brings up a lot of feelings for us because I truly don't believe that there's any place on earth that doesn't have people who've migrated and that doesn't have people who've displaced, um, indigenous people in general, right? Indigenous people all over the world have had a much healthier, better, more, hi kitty, more centered approach with the earth. And I think folks who've kind of come in have had a tendency to maybe to some degree treat the earth a little bit differently, you know, kind of utilize resources and then sort of move on. Right. Um, and I, I honestly don't think that I, you know, in, in looking this up online, right. Like there's a spot, is there a spot on earth that has remained the exact same, right. That has the exact same indigenous folks who've been there without anybody else coming in, anybody migrating in anybody, um, marrying in to those families. And I don't, I think the answer is no, right? I think, you know, we as a planet have become more and more and more of sort of a melting pot. But I think there is a key here when it comes to um, sort of nationalism for us and, 
and how we take our country. So we are very much Americans, right? We believe in some fundamental values, which of course, I think um, there's lots of Americans these days who don't. In our family, we fully believe that everybody deserves the exact same rights and should be free, period. Period. Full stop. There's no caveats there. Right? It's not, if you believe in my God, it's not, what's your sexual orientation? It's not, it's none of that. Everybody. And in our family, anyways, I've currently got a cat cuddling me. <laughs> so if you hear the purring, it's, you know, it's the Monday morning. She sat down, God, get on her. Um, but it's that we need to learn from our past, right? And I, I honestly believe that if, that if you do not learn from your past in a grand scale and in a small scale, you will always repeat it. And I think I've gone over this partially on the podcast, right? That I honestly believe that some of my um, inability to ever run out of anything in the house, you know, is from my grandfather, right? He, he, he was, um, you know, in his twenties and thirties during the great depression. And I think, and I think that, you know, it's, it's that, did I learn from it or is it ingrained? I don't know. Right. But when it comes to how we treat other people, how we treat indigenous people, how we treat people in general, if we do not learn from our past, and I mean that as an individual and as an, as a nation, you will constantly repeat it. Right. So if we are going to mistreat people of an African descent, um, as a nation, you know, if we're, if we're not going to learn from that, we're just going to keep doing it. Right. If we don't voice our concerns, we will keep doing it. And I know for a lot of people voicing our concerns, it's hard, right? You don't want to stand out. You don't want to be different. You don't want to be targeted. Um, and especially depending on where you live, but in our house, and I, I hope that uh, for those of you listening, if it's not the same in your house, I hope it makes you think, right? Part of what I love about the thought of America is land of the free. So that was our, our deep 4th of July discussion in our house. <laughs> um, let's see here. I know, Kitty. It's all about the coffee and Monday mornings. In other news, one of the things I've noticed is that when it comes to the morning time, I am one of those people who will bustle, right? I will bustle and I will kick it to get as much done as possible in the morning. And when it comes to like making lunches and getting laundry done and dishes and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like I just, I, I literally rush around and I get all those things done. And I notice that, you know, my husband doesn't, and we had a conversation about this and it's really about choosing how you approach things. First of all, I think I've mentioned this. He's very linear, right? He will do a thing at a time. He will do an amazing job at a thing at a time, but he does a thing at a time. Our washer machine was leaking and he completely took the entire thing apart this weekend. You know, my mother-in-law was like, just buy a new one. Like, what is wrong with you? 
you know, but that's the kind of person he is, right? Like he will, you know, read up on it and he'll take it apart. He'll fix it. But that is all he will do, right? He's not going to be in the middle of fixing the washing machine and making lunch or folding laundry or, you know, any of those things. Like that's just not, that's just not how he, how he works. But I am very, very different than he is in that regard, right? Like I, I will do 20 things at once. Um, but what I've noticed is that, you know, while I'm doing 20 things at once inside, I want to be pissed off. He's sitting there and like reading the newspaper and drinking his coffee. And so we had a conversation about this and, you know, his point being, if you want something, ask, right. That is spot on, right. Why, why wouldn't you ask, right. I want you to fold the laundry. Say so. Say, Hey honey, can you fold the laundry? But having expectations inside, like somebody else is going to jump in and rush around like you. And then of course I'm not doing it because that's not who they are. It's completely illogical, right? And not only that, but I actually think that it, it, it brews this kind of unhappiness in a relationship, right? And so we had a conversation about this. No kitty, you cannot jump on top of the computer. Uh, we had this conversation about, you know, expectations and who does what. And he's like, look, you know, you want help, you ask for help. Um, but if you don't want help, he's like, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to read the newspaper and drink my coffee. And that is so logical and so reasonable. So what I'm tossing out there for today is in your life, in your relationships, if you, if you notice that you're sitting there and you're thinking, why isn't this person helping out? Or why am I the one who's doing all this? Or why, why? Bring it up. Have a conversation about it. Because we had a conversation about it. And guess what? It turns out that uh, he, of course, will jump on and do anything I ask him to do. And it turns out, actually, I don't want him jumping in and getting in the way of when I'm making lunches. Because literally, he's in the way. Because <laughs> I'm rushing around and I know exactly what I want to do. And so, um, and so, you know, I, I, I challenge you. I challenge you to uh, open up your relationships that way. All right. And uh, lastly for today... Um, I'm going to pull a card from my nightmare before Christmas tarot deck. Um, it, I, I keep getting similar cards in all my decks. Um, basically, you know, about creativity and change and, and actually in this deck in particular, I think I pulled the same card like four days, not in a row because I don't pull cards every day, but, um, basically telling me, you know, um, great change is on the horizon. So I don't know, you know, what's going on in the universe. I don't know. Um, you know, as I've told you, I'm not astrological, right. You know, I did have my reading by yoga girl, but, um, if I remember correctly, I think she was saying this is supposed to be like a time of great calm for me. So I don't know what that means. Um, but what I will say is that they've, the cards have been making me think about change and about growth and about how you put perspective on things and about what you choose, right? Yesterday afternoon, um, I had a crazy busy day of just, you know, prepping for the week and laundry and yeah, 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 right. Sunday, Sundays are always really busy around our house. And um, I asked my daughter and her two best friends if they wanted to go for a bike ride and we went for a bike ride and we went to a park and they just played and pl I mean, they were filthy, Right. But they just ran and screamed and they played until, you know, it was dinner time. And, um, part of me was grouchy because, you know, I didn't have any knitting. Like I didn't have anything to physically keep me busy. Um, 
but it's those moments that I realize will be gone before I know it. And so worth it. You know, we got home, we had some exercise, we're outside. It was a beautiful day. Um, it was like thundering and, and lightning off in the distance, not here. And of course it never rained. Um, but it was amazing, you know? And, um, but if you don't, if you don't say yes to those things, if you don't push for those things, I believe they, they just honestly don't happen. Right. You know, I could have just been at home still folding laundry and sorting out closets. Right. Um, but that's not what she'll remember, right. She'll remember this afternoon of being pushed in a baby swing, getting stuck because she's way too big. Anyways, I'm thinking on the cards, I'm thinking what the card wants to tell us for the week. It's Monday. What do you have for us, Nightmare Before Christmas tarot deck? And again, it's been not the same card, but it's been in the candle. I, I've been pulling candles, just candles, candles, candles. So let's see here what it has to say. So we are... All right. The seven of candles and it's reversed. Has your self-confidence taken a hit recently? Are you feeling overwhelmed or exasperated? Don't get so bogged down in the details that you lose sight of the larger picture. Remember how far you've come. You're more than capable of making your dreams come true. See again. I'm sure that's just the whole candles deck, but you know, making change, focusing on the, where I want to be, how I intend to get there. Um, baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. All right. Thanks for tuning in. I am sending you all love and hugs. I appreciate every single one of you. And um, hopefully, you know, in the not too distant future, I will have another special guest and, uh, and I'll see you on the flip side.